Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Thursday the 14th of July and for the day the index closed up 29 points or 6,650.6 or 0.44 of a percent. We had a high today of 66.59.3 and a low of 66.11.7. So once again, another pretty narrow range and quiet convictionless trade, although there was a bias today, as there has been in the past, to the upside. We did open at 66.23, but once again, it was the tale of two cities, the best of times, the worst of times. The best of times today was the resources which had bounced today on hopes of further Chinese stimulus. Bit of a rebound in the iron ore price didn't hurt either. We had BHP up 1.3%, Rio up 2%, Fortescue up 2.5%. Base metals also joining in today, South 32 up 1.1%. Mineral resources doing well on two fronts, lithium and iron ore up 5.7%, IGO up 2.4%. Pilbara Minerals, the result of that BMS BMX auction uh, was up 3.8% positive result for that lithium auction helping them and the whole sector and we saw the likes of Liontown up 2.7% and Linus doing well up 6% as well. Also helping the resource sector was a big rally in coal stocks as well today. Coal continues to go higher and higher as Europe and other nations switch back to old school fossil fuels to replace Russian oil and gas. We saw Whitehaven Coal up 6.5% today. Yang Coal was up 10.3%. We saw Stanmore Resources up 4.3% as well. So that coal coal sector doing well. Also some media reports that maybe China may be walking back on their policy of not allowing Australian coal imports into the country, which would certainly be good for our coal companies. Energy stocks generally were good too. In the oil and gas sector, Woodside up 1.6%. Santos up 1.5% as well. Ampol doing well up 2.2%. New Hope even putting in a good day today, 5.7%. The one that's being left behind is Sol Patterson's, which was only up a quarter of a percent. Sol Patterson, don't forget, own a big slug of New Hope as well. So what's good for New Hope should be good for Sol Pats down the tracks. As far as the bad sector goes today, it was the banking sector. We saw ANZ down 2.2%, CBA down 1.5%, Westpac down 1.1%, and NABS down 0.5%. The big bank basket falling back to $163.93. That's 1.3% off. Macquarie had a bit of a miserable day as well, down 0.2%. Insurers, which were looking a bit flippy-floppy before the close, rallied a little bit on the close. QBE pretty much unchanged, Suncorp pretty much unchanged as well, IAG up 2.1% there. We even saw today Magellan uh, once again falling around 2%, so no good news for them. But GQG partners 4.7% to the good. In the industrial sector today, healthcare looking quite rombustuous, uh, rambustuous. Uh, Cochlear was up uh, 3.4%. CSL up 0.8 and Ramsey up 1.1% doing quite well with ResMed up 1.1% as well. Looking across to the telco sector, TPG up 3.6%, Telstra up 0.8% and the old school tech stocks, the likes of Seek up 2.7%, REA Group up 2.1% and car sales up 1.4%. Little Reap Petites 
Under a bit of pressure, GMG was down 1% and Centre Group down 1.5% there. Tech stocks better. We had WiseTech up 2.5%, Zero up 2%, maybe gathering a little bit of valuation. Tailwinds from the fact that ANZ looks as if they're going to buy Myob, uh, zero up 2%, and CPU doing well up 2.7% there. So a good news story in the tech stocks today. The Alltech Index was up 2.2% today. In corporate news today, we did see DTL shot the lights out with a very positive update there. That's Data 3 was up 9.9%. It's delivering strong FY22 performance. We also saw CHN, which is Chalice Mining, one of my favourites, up 8.4% today. Bit of director buying in that one. And Lake Resources, LKE, not doing so well today. Down 10.37% on 80 million shares traded. LKE, the stock, it had an open of 59, a low of 54.5, and a high of 65.5, closing at 60.5. So in the middle for diddle there, but that was in answer to their JCAP short report. Uh, we did see a breakout of a battle of Twitter, which Elon Musk would have been proud of between JCAP and Lake Resources and some of their partners in that project in Argentina. In economic news today, of course, it was dominated by the jobs number, which came in at 3.5%, which you would imagine gives the RBA every excuse to go hard with their next rate rise on the 2nd of August. So that was a pretty big number. The lowest unemployment rate in 41 years just shows what happens when you have a lack of immigration, a lack of overseas students coming to the country, and this massive, massive shortage of workers, 3.5% unemployment at the moment. Asian markets generally better. China was up 0.3, Japan up 0.7, Hong Kong down 0.2%. We had 10-year yields 3.43%, and we do get the U.S. banks reporting tonight. A couple, J.P. Morgan and Morgan Stanley, first cabs off the rank, which may explain why there was a little bit of nervousness in our banks, not that I have any comparison at all to the U.S. banks. Uh, Bank of America may be uh, the closest, uh, or Wells Fargo in terms of their mortgage dependence, but our banks very much like building societies in most respects. In the winner's circle today, on the podium with the bottle of champagne, was Silex, having a good run today, up 10.66% SLX. This is one we recommended back at around $1.70 and recommended taking profits up around $2.93. They came all the way back, and now they're on the charge again. Yan Cole, also doing well, up 10.3% today. DTL, Data 3 on the back of that very strong update from them, 9.9% better. Terracom, which is a coal producer, uh, they had uh, the uh, 9.56% rise today. TER, the stock code there. Imugene doing well as well, up 8.7%. IMU and Chalice Mining was up 8.4%. CHN, the code there. Coronado Global Resources, CRN, up 8.1% as well. In the loser's corner on the naughty step, we had Lake Resources down 10.37%. Bega Cheese, well and truly cheesed off there. BGA, the price there, 8.45% down. They did have a business update today as well. 
St. Barbara down 4.79%. SBM, Pepper Money, which had a good day yesterday, sneezed today. PPM down 4.5%. Sigma Health, SIG down 4.2%. And up here, High Conviction, OPH, fell 3.98%. And lastly, but not leastly, uh, Australian agriculture stock I talked about this morning due to the foot and mouth issue we have in Indonesia uh, was down at 2.97% today. Positive sectors today were the iron ore sector, the base metals, oil and gas, coal, technology, both old and new school technology. Negative sectors were banks and REITs, those sensitive towards the interest rates. We did see today the big bank basket falling to 163 spot 1.3% down. We had the Alltech index up 2.2%. Gold in Aussie dollar terms steady at 25.57. Bitcoin back above 20,000 at 20,138. US dollars a fun token. The Aussie dollar steady at 67.52. The 10-year yields rising to 3.43. Currently we have U.S. futures showing a little bit of a sloppy start to the session. Uh, We've got uh, Dow down around 80 points and NASDAQ down around 40-odd points. And European markets pointing to a choppy start as we await the U.S. reaction a day on from that CPI number. And also U.S. banks kicking off reporting season. In major movers today, at uh, DTL doing very well, data 3, 9.9%. They had net profit growing 19% to 44 million, pre-tax profit of at least 6 million. Silex is back on, SLX up 10.6%. CNB, which is Carnaby Resources, was up 18.38%. They had an update today on their Greater Duchess project. Also, EML Payments having a better day today, following that shock resignation of their CEO. Uh, They were up 12.3% today to $1.50. Five, TIG doing well. Tiger Realm, that's a coal company. Following on all those other coal stocks, up 13.3%, only 1.7 cents. And MIR gave back some of yesterday's gains. That's Mira Booker, was down 1.87. An experienced company, EXP, I'm not sure why they fell, but they were down 9.5% today to 19 cents on volume of around half a million shares traded. Maybe it's concerns about COVID policy. Uh, Japan is now on its highest COVID level. Uh, China still has experienced, got uh, problems with COVID. And also we seem to have problems arising from COVID. Dow just coming through now at the moment, 123 down for the Dow futures. NASDAQ 68 down. That is as at 436. In the news today, in a little more detail, the ACCC will not oppose the proposed acquisition of one rail by Horizon AZJ. And Lake Resources has responded to the J Capital short report, rejects claims that its direct lithium extraction technology or DLE is in is inadequate for commercial scale lithium production at its Karchi project in the Andes. Net wealth NWL says total funds under administration fell 3.4% in the June quarter to 55.7 billion due to negative market movements, equal to around $4.5 billion. Pilbara has secured $6,841 US a tonne for 5,000 dry metric tonnes of lithium in its latest BMX Bandits auction. And Bega Cheese, BGA, has confirmed FY normalised 
EBITDA guidance of 170 to 190 million, reflecting growth of 28% on FY21. In FY23, EBIT of 160 to 190 is expected. And it added farm gate prices in Victoria have further increased to a level 30% higher than FY22 prices. Telstra has completed its previously announced acquisition of Digicel Pacific, and we did say see Select Harvest says it has contained the Veronamite incursion and expects to sell its almonds at an average price of $6.64 a kilo in 2022. In economic news today, it was all about the labour market. Employment change. We saw 88,400 jobs added to the economy, estimates for around 30,000. The unemployment rate, 3.5% versus estimates of 3.8%. We also saw the participation rate increase as well. This is the lowest unemployment rate since August 1974. What were you doing in August 1974? And it's the eighth consecutive rise in employment. In other news, Nomura expects the Reserve Bank to deliver a 75 basis point rate hike at the next meeting on the 2nd of August. And in Asia, China is making around 1.1 trillion US dollars available for infrastructure spending. And Citigroup has estimated overall growth in fixed asset investment (coughs) will reach around 6% this year, which could contribute 2% to Chinese GDP growth. And Singapore has tightened monetary policy, and the Japanese Chief Cabinet Secretary has expressed concern over the yen's weakness. And in China, homebuyers have stopped mortgage payments on at least 100 projects in more than 50 cities as of Wednesday. A bit of a strike there going on as we have seen uh, some of these developers not actually completing the project. So why would you pay for a project or a home or a unit that you haven't seen completed? In Europe, a bit of a problem with Italy at the moment. The Italian government looking a bit dicey. Five Star looks like it's ruled out supporting the government in its no-confidence vote. European futures showing a pretty lukewarm open on the European markets. SAS, which is not who dares win, special air service, This is the Scandinavian airline, has entered the 11th day of a strike, and President Biden has touched down in Israel as he begins his Middle East tour, and crypto lender Celsius has filed for bankruptcy. And in the UK, Rishi Sunak, now the frontrunner to replace Boris. Well, that's it from me. Thanks very much for listening, and have a great evening.